There have been 799 episodes of Star Trek over the past 55 years. And of those episodes, more than 300 writers have created scripts responsible for weaving the big Star Trek story that we know today. So as a result of having so many Talaxians in the galley, it should surprise no one that we occasionally come across a Star Trek paradox that leaves us scratching our heads. While researching for our recent video, Q Changes Borg History during Picard Season 2, we came face to face with a brain-bending paradox we'd never run across before. It's actually pretty subtle, but it cuts across three Star Trek series as well as a movie, and it affects an incredible amount of the canon we know and love. Science fiction is riddled with the need to suspend your disbelief to enjoy the moment on television. But when we realized this had to do with Jean-Luc Picard's nemesis, we knew we had to dig deeper. If you are excited, intrigued, or terrified of the Borg, then this is the video for you, because we are about to explain the Great Borg Paradox. And you aren't going to want to miss this video. Despite being in 34 episodes of Star Trek and the movie First Contact, there is an incredible amount of information we don't know about the Borg in canon. Their origin is shrouded in mystery, and they could be hundreds of thousands of years old. We believe they started in the Delta Quadrant, but we don't really know for sure. Our first introduction to the Borg came in the Star Trek The Next Generation episode Q-Who. After Picard assures Q humanity is ready for anything, the godlike being throws the Enterprise into the Beta Quadrant and face to face with the Borg, who they are definitely not ready for. This introduction of the Borg to the Star Trek universe isn't more than a Q lesson at the time. We don't really question where this relentless hive-minded monster comes from. Most of us assume the Borg came from exactly where Picard met them in the Beta Quadrant. Q Who aired in May 1989 during Next Generation's second season. At that time, there really is no discussion as to where they come from. It has been speculated that the Borg were moved to the Delta Quadrant to give the crew of Voyager a familiar foe during its third season in 1997. But a Next Generation technical journal from 1992 contains a rough map of the galaxy indicating Borg space is in the Delta Quadrant. This means Star Trek writers and producers likely determined the Borg's location following the events of the best of both worlds. But before we explain why they might have done that... Three words for you. Treat. Yo. Sell. The Best of Both Worlds is a cliffhanger ending for Season 3 of Next Gen and the first episode of Season 4. This is where Picard becomes Locutus, and we are forced to deal with the bloodbath at Wolf 359. It's possible that in the aftermath of Locutus' actions against the Federation, which accounted for the loss of 11,000 Starfleet members and their families, Trek decision-makers wanted to move the Borg as far away as possible to allow the show to recover and let Picard's character heal and create closure. This move to the Delta Quadrant is important because too much Borg could have easily bogged down the show. They need to be treated like a strong spice, just a sprinkle only when you need them. As a result, we wouldn't see Borg back on Next Gen until the episode of iBorg in Season 5. Also, the move to the Delta Quadrant is what sets up the Borg paradox, but we are getting ahead of ourselves. Hold on to that thought for a moment. 
The events of the Borg during the next generation are pretty straightforward. Picard encounters the Borg because of Q and then escapes. The Borg pursue, although it would take another season and a half before they catch up to Picard. They assimilate John Luke, leaving him with trauma, but also give the Federation experience and technology to help them fight back. We get a few more Borg stories during Next Gen, but we don't really learn much more about the Borg. But during the movie Star Trek First Contact, we get an interesting piece of news. Dr. Crusher explains that in the 21st century, the Borg are still in the Delta Quadrant. In the 21st century, the Borg are still in the Delta Quadrant. This was intended as a teaser for upcoming episodes of Voyager, in which the Borg were featured. It would be more than a year after the movie's release before we see our first Borg in Voyager at the end of the episode Blood Fever during Season 3. And this is where our paradox really begins to take form. And we can thank time travel for it. The Borg travel back in time to assimilate Earth in the past. We learn they have a queen. I am the Borg. Picard and the good guys win, but a couple of drones are left frozen in the Arctic ice. Fast forward 90 years to 2153 during the Star Trek Enterprise episode Regeneration. Those Borg frozen in the ice are found and thawed out by scientists, who then are immediately assimilated. The Borg make it to space and start wreaking havoc. The Enterprise engages and destroys their vessel. Target their warp core. Hit them with everything we've got. However, before Captain Archer obliterates them, they manage to send a message with Earth's location to deep inside the Delta Quadrant. They told their homeworld how to find Earth. But the crew of the Enterprise isn't worried because it will take 200 years to get there. It would take at least 200 years for a subspace message to reach the Delta Quadrant, assuming it's received at all. This is the climax of the Borg Paradox, specifically called a bootstrap paradox. The term is derived from the expression to pull oneself over a fence by one's bootstraps, which is an impossible task. The 200-year message into the Delta Quadrant would eventually arrive sometime around 2352 and give the Borg enough time to use their transwarp network to get to the Beta Quadrant and meet Jean-Luc and his Enterprise crew during the events of Q-Who. And thus, the loop would begin again. Sounds to me like we've only postponed the invasion until what? The 24th century. The paradox is created because it's the message from the Borg 200 years earlier that sent the Borg on their journey from the Delta Quadrant in the first place. And that message could never have been sent if the Borg don't run into Picard. Confusing, right? The Borg's motivation is literally being lifted up and moved forward by their own bootstrap. The question we will always wonder is if the writers on Enterprise knew this would happen when they allowed those drones to send the message to the Delta Quadrant. Executive producers Rick Berman and Brannon Braga, you have some splaining to do. Come on now, corny. On the big scale of paradoxes, this one is pretty easy to suspend your imagination for. A tough paradox to swallow is wondering how John Connor was able to send his own father into the past to sleep with his mother so he could be conceived. Come with me if you want to live. Wrap your head around that Terminator brain teaser. I don't understand. Regardless of what's happened to the Borg in the past, we can be certain that we'll be seeing more of the ultimate Star Trek baddies as new shows are developed. Let's hope we finally get a Borg origin story. And for the love of all that is holy, please find a way to connect it to V'ger. But that is a story for next time. Did we just see the beginning of a new life form? Yes, Captain. We witnessed a birth. 
possibly a next step in our evolution. What do you think of the Borg paradox? Does Star Trek need more or less of our favorite Federation menace? Da, 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 da.